Welcome to the Brisbane Property Podcast with your hosts, Melinda and Scott Jennison from Streamline Property Buyers, your local Brisbane property specialists. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Brisbane Property Podcast. Uh, Melinda and I are having a chat today and uh, it's that exciting time again where it's market update. Yes, welcome back everybody. We've got um, all of the latest data to share with you today, uh, as well as an update on some of the economic uh, results that have been coming out since our last market update. So um, hold on for the ride. There's lots of information as there always um, is in these market updates and look forward to sharing what's going on both in the data and, and on the ground today. Yeah, so it's been still exciting times here in Brisbane. Um, borders are starting to open well, 17th of December, I believe. Um, if you're vaccinated, the borders will open up. So things are starting to uh, to open up a bit. We'll get a few more people visiting us hopefully over Christmas. Um, also out and about on the, on the on the ground, we have been and the team have been. I think we attended well, I think about five or six auctions last Saturday. It was a busy day um, out and about in Brisbane. Still a lot of people out at auctions um, and out looking at property as well. And interestingly, at that auction clearance rate in Brisbane is sky high compared to long-term trends. Um, we're tracking between 80 and 80, um, 80 and 90% auction clearance rates every single week. And you know, one of the auctioneers that we spoke to, Justin Nickerson, he was a guest on our podcast a number of weeks ago. Uh, we were bidding at auction on Saturday and he mentioned out of the auctions that he had 10 properties had sold and they were all the houses and two properties had passed in and they were two units, which is interesting and it's just anecdotal evidence, but it just helps you to understand what segment of the market is firing and that is the housing sector right now. Yeah, and I think at the end of that auction, it turned out to be 11 out of 11 for houses. He actually had one more in the afternoon, but I haven't um, had a chance to catch up with Justin again since uh, Saturday. So it'll be interesting to see if he went uh, 12 from 12 on houses. So let's jump into it um, and, and a little bit of an overview if you can. Look, yeah, Brisbane as a whole in the last month has performed very well. Um, when we look at dwelling values, a uh, slight slowdown in momentum. But when we look at houses and units, it does tell a different story. And we are going to dissect the two different market segments uh, later on. But, you know, the growth is still very strong across the city. Um, and it's being fueled still by a number of factors that are contributing to low supply and high demand. So, of course, Supply is still lower um, than the long-term trend where listing volumes down 28.7% up to the end of August. And this is compared with the same period 12 months ago. So there's actually nearly 30% less properties available to buy. Um, and I can guarantee you the number of buyers feels like it's quadrupled in the same time. So for every property, there's multiple buyers and there's, um, there's no doubting that that demand is de definitely strong. Interestingly, new listings, that is new properties that are being listed for sale on the major real estate portals, they're actually up 8.3% in Brisbane compared to the same period last time. So total listings down nearly 30%, but new listings up. So that tells us that everything is selling, even those listings that are a bit older. Um, the rate of absorption is very, very high. And that's, a you know, a result of the number of buyers that are very active in the market right now. Yeah, I think it's definitely, as, as you mentioned, there's it's just not balanced at the moment, um, that supply and demand side of things. The amount of buyers that are out and the amount of new properties that are coming to the market, as you say, everything is selling straight away um, and the buyer demand is definitely high. 
Yeah, interestingly, we're starting to see that early inquiry that we had ourselves through our business streamlined property buyers. That's now coming through in um, housing finance commitments. Now, what I mean by that is throughout July, 29.7% of all housing finance commitments are going to investors now. So we're definitely seeing more investment activity into Brisbane. Um, we are seeing that in our own inquiry, but it's now starting to come through in data. And I've got some other data to share with you about that today as well. But I think, you know, investors are really attracted to Brisbane, not only for the strong capital growth prospects, but also the higher yields that as a city we are able to offer in comparison to the likes of Sydney and Melbourne. Yeah, and definitely affordable as well. Um, yeah. you, you look at what people looking to buy up here in Brisbane, um, it's definitely affordable, as, as you mentioned, that capital growth and, and the yields are strong as well. Agreed. I know that when we, uh, you know, present some properties to clients that are based in Sydney with a, you know, $1.3 or $1.4 million property, and we're able to show properties that are, you know, fairly close to the CBD and of fairly decent quality. And they say, wow, I can't believe that you can buy that in Brisbane for that price. We can only afford a unit down here. So it's all perspective. It's all relative. And um, what you can buy in Brisbane, your money goes a lot further than what you would typically be able to buy in Sydney or Melbourne. So um, what are we finding then, obviously, with the um, the investor side of it? You talked about that, the annual sort of investor um, the side of what, what's happening on that side. So um, interestingly, we've got some survey results that have been put out by PIPA, that's Property Investment Professionals of Australia. They conduct an annual investor sentiment survey um, which is put out to property investors throughout Australia and a number of questions just to help understand what investors are thinking, what's their perception of the market. And those results confirmed that a staggering 58% of respondents believed that Queensland offers the best property investment prospects over the next 12 months. So that's, that's a huge number of property investors that are focused on Queensland. Um, and if we want to just provide some relevance to that, 12 months ago when the same annual investor sentiment survey was completed, only 36% of investors felt that Queensland presented as the best property investment uh, location. So there's been a huge shift in um, the target for property investors and they're definitely looking at Queensland as a location. So that's taken out from all over Australia. Correct. Yeah, property investors from all over Australia and it's just targeting, um, the questions are targeted to get an understanding of, you know, what what are investors thinking? Where are they looking? Are they active in the market now or are they not? And um, it helps us to get an understanding of, you know, what people's thoughts are in relation to property investing at a particular point in time. And it's an annual survey, so it's great to be able to reflect back on how the trends are changing. And that'd be, it'd be interesting to see why that has changed so much. I mean, to go from 36 to 58%, um, that's a massive jump in, in that 12-month period. Um, it'd be interesting to see why, why it is, whether, as we spoke about earlier, the, the capital growth, the yields, um, affordability, did the Olympics have anything to do with it? There's a lot of things I think that could factor into that um, to actually make that big change. But um, that that's obviously really good good news and promising for Brisbane. Absolutely. Now I've got some more interesting um, data this month to share with our listeners. Now this data was released by realestate.com. Um, now they have indicated that year-on-year -year investor inquiry has increased the most in Brisbane and that's increased 186% compared to the previous 12-month period. So that's a huge, huge increase in the number of investor activity on the realestate.com site. So if we 
focus in a little bit more to that research report, um, the regions within Greater Brisbane which experienced the highest spike in investor inquiry include Logan, Moreton Bay, Ipswich and North Brisbane. So the report actually made the suggestion in the findings that relative affordability and the tight rental markets, that's relation in relation to the vacancy rates, the low vacancy rates, they appear to be peaking investor interest um, throughout these regions. So that's actually really interesting. Obviously, you know, affordability is a big, has a big part to play when investors are looking to get into the market, especially when we uh, consider or compare our city to other East Coast capital city markets. So obviously the, the migration side of thing, we, we have seen a lot of inquiry from down south. Um, a lot of people looking to relocate to Brisbane. Um, I haven't done the weather thing, but obviously everyone knows what the weather happens up here um, in beautiful sunny Brizzy. So is it the migration you think that's sort of pushing that and driving that a lot? Well, migration or population movements are one thing that contributes to the demand for property. Now, initially, um, new people moving or relocating to an area puts pressure on the rental markets. Um, But what we're actually starting to see through our own inquiry is that a lot of people who want to relocate are buying and they're actually renting those properties out with the intention to relocate later. So even with the borders being closed, we are seeing through our own inquiry those people wanting to relocate are buying now because the market is shifting rapidly and they don't want to be priced out of the market with the intent to rent short term but relocate and live in the property longer term. So that's an interesting trend that um, we're starting to see in our own inquiry as well. But when we look at population movements, the most recent ABS data, which looks at population movements up to the end of March 2021, has showed that um, the two areas with the biggest population shifts include regional New South Wales and regional Queensland. But from a capital city perspective, Greater Brisbane is not far behind those two regions. Um, And Greater Brisbane as a whole actually recorded the largest net flow of people into a capital city. Um, And that's tested or measured between March 2020 and March 2021. So, you know, I do think that the the drivers might include people wanting more sun, as you pointed out, Scott, the the weather's pretty good up here, but less traffic, you know, it's a pretty easy lifestyle. Um, And it's a more affordable lifestyle. And as I mentioned earlier, what you can buy in Brisbane for your money is a lot more than what you can buy in other areas around Australia. Yeah, I only had that conversation with an inquiry uh, last week, uh, last week, I think it was. Um, And just talking about that saying, you know, they're talking about units and apartments in in Sydney. Um, And I just said, look, what you're doing there, what you get up here for that would be a massive house, large block of land, pool, um, great lifestyle and, and pretty close to the CBD. So it definitely does add up when, when you look at that affordability side of it as well. So I think let's get into the, the data and, and share some of the actual updates. What do you think? Sure. You've got the numbers, so far away. <laughs> so let's start with dwelling values. And remember, most headlines around Australia will report on dwelling values. That's combined units and townhouses. And when we look at dwelling value changes in Brisbane, Um, Throughout the month of September, we saw an increase of 1.8% price growth in the median value for all of Greater Brisbane. So that shows a median dwelling value in all of Greater Brisbane now of $625,291. And just to give some uh, perspective on that, it's price growth of around $12,914 
in the month of September alone. So still strong price growth. If we extrapolate that out over a quarter, the quarterly growth in dwelling values was 5.9% in Greater Brisbane. Um, and the annual growth for Greater Brisbane dwelling values is now 19.9%, so just under 20%. So not bad if you got into the market just over 12 months ago, you've had some good capital appreciation in your property. 20%. That's not a, not a bad return on your investment. So, and I can see, I can see the idea, as you mentioned just a little while ago about people looking to uh, relocate, why they would buy now, rent it out um, and look to move in later on down the track, especially with that type of movement in the market. And let's not forget what we talked about last week in our previous episode around the top performing suburbs in Brisbane. Uh, Now, I think if you haven't listened to that episode, um, you can listen to that later. But ultimately, what that showed is that the price growth has not been uniform across all suburbs and all locations in Greater Brisbane. Um, And the CoreLogic data is still confirming that the top 25% of values in the three months up to the end of August 2021 um, showed price growth of 6.9%, whereas the lowest 25% of values in the same period showed price growth of just 4.3%. So there is a difference in the momentum of price growth depending on where you buy. You cannot just buy in Brisbane and assume that all properties will go up um, at the same rate. It's understanding local drivers of supply and demand. So speaking of all properties, um, the first part obviously we touched on was was dwellings in general. Um, so if we move into now into the housing side of things, what's happening with the houses? So the housing market grew another 2% in median value across the month of September. So um, you might recall last month, that's up to the end of August, um, we were tracking at 2.1%. So we've seen a really minor um small change there. What I will say is that Brisbane has been tracking between 2 and 2.2% house price growth every month for the last five months in a row. So you cannot look at something that sold four or five months ago and um, consider that to be a comparable sale anymore. The market is shifting too fast in that housing sector. Um, You really need to understand what has sold just last month or in fact just last week to get an understanding of those property values. So if we look at how that has um, played out, the 12-month change in Brisbane house prices now is sitting at 22.2%. So that is above the dwelling price growth. As you might recall, that was at 19.9%. So we're definitely seeing stronger price growth in the housing sector in Brisbane. If you are looking for a house, the current median value across all of Greater Brisbane Um, It's now broken the $700,000 threshold for the very first time in history. And the current median value is $709,136. So a new record high for Brisbane in terms of house prices. Um, Remember, this is all of Greater Brisbane, not Brisbane City Council region. A lot of people do get confused about being able to buy a certain, you know, distance from the CBD for the median value. Um, At that median, it's very hard to buy in the Brisbane City Council um, region for anything that's investment grade and rent ready. So be aware of that if you are looking to purchase in Brisbane. Funny you took the words out of my mouth then. I was just about to say that is Greater Brisbane. So be aware, Greater Brisbane, not Brisbane City Council. Um, So, yeah, that's um, interesting. Good news, I suppose. Good news that it's over 700 for the first time Um, and um, look, still, still looking really strong as well. Yeah, look, I think that we'll talk about that towards um, the latter part of the podcast, but 
you know, when we're looking at that monthly growth in the housing sector, we can quantify that 2% growth and that's $17,922 more than the median value was this time last month. So, you know, we're still seeing strong price movement. Um, You know, we can get that down to a weekly amount. It's pretty strong capital appreciation when you break it down that way as well. Yeah, so $17,922 you got there per month. Mm. It's a big change for houses. So um, jumping into the unit side of things, what's happening there? Yeah, look, unit growth still in the positive. So we saw 0.6% growth for units in Greater Brisbane throughout the month of September. Now, compared to the month of August, which was 1.4%, that's a big um, decline in, in the price growth momentum. So if we look at the 12-month growth for units across Brisbane, it's now sitting at 8.8%. So 8.8% compared to um, the housing side of it, which was 22, I believe, um, 22%. And then also the um, the median value for the houses side of things, $430,000. You mean for units? For units, sorry. <laughs> we, we covered houses. So units, 430. And again, if you look at that and break that down, um, just over $4,000 per month. Yeah, so, you know, when we compare the housing sector to the unit sector, um, much more affordable to get into units in Brisbane. Um, and obviously, you know, with slower rates of growth, you're seeing slower capital appreciation uh, when we're speaking generally and dividing them into different asset classes. So a bit of a summary on that? Yeah, look, I think that when we look at the percentage change in property values for houses and units since January 2020, or even, you know, just since the beginning of 2021, um, houses have really outperformed um, units every single month since about October 2020. So every month we've seen positive growth in the housing sector, in the unit sector since November 2020. However, every month the growth in the housing sector has been greater than the growth in the unit sector. So that's definitely something to keep in mind if you are a property investor, um, the segments of the mar- market or what you actually buy matters just as much as um, where you buy when it comes to segregation of asset type. And a little reminder on this, um, I think we mentioned it last time as well, that um, the blog that you do as well covers a lot all of this information. People can see all this, these updates, the monthly data, um, all the trends, everything is pretty much laid out there for people to have a look at. So if you're interested in that, jump over and have a look at the Streamline Property Buyers website and um, there's a blog section there which you can have a look at all this as well. Yeah, so that provides some visual representation of a lot of this data in graphic form. A lot of people find it easier to to read when it is in graphed form. Um, And I've got some other numbers to share with you. When we look at the median price growth uh, between January this year and the end of September uh, and we break that down by house growth versus unit growth, houses in the Uh, Well, the median value of houses has increased 125,234 and the median growth in units has increased 36,832. So there's a big difference in that um, actual growth in both the houses and the unit sector when it comes to median values. So big changes in the the houses and units. Obviously, the houses are, are very, very strong. What's that then showing on the rental market side of it? Yeah, well, as we mentioned earlier, when people relocate to a new area, typically they will rent before they buy. Um, And we've seen that interstate migration coming into southeast Queensland and definitely into Brisbane. And that has put pressure on our rental markets. So vacancy rates at a citywide level 
um, are currently sitting at 1.4% in Brisbane. So that's up um, 0.1% compared to uh, one month ago. So we were sitting at 1.3%. But of course, you know, that's still very low vacancy uh, when we're considering the number of renters that are looking for a property to call home and the number of properties that are available. So we can break down the rental or the vacancy rates into the various regions. And there's starting to be a couple of trends emerging because obviously this is something that we track on a month to month basis. When we look at the Beanley Corridor, that's increased 0.1%. We're currently sitting at a vacancy rate of 0.6%. Um, so still very tight vacancy in that corridor. The Brisbane CBD vacancy now is sitting at 4.9%. So this is elevated. That's up a further 0.3% compared to last month. And just to give some perspective, um, back in June, it reached its lowest point and that was 3.9%. So we are starting to see a small upward trend in the vacancy risk in the Brisbane CBD once again. So we've been tracking that since June and every month it's increased slightly. So it'll be interesting to see um, whether that continues once borders reopen, but it's definitely a trend that's starting to emerge uh, based on what we're seeing. I definitely think that area is influenced by the um, the border closure and travel students and that type of thing as well, um, the, the Brisbane CBD with the units in that area as well. Yeah, and remember that it relates to the high-density market. A lot of the CBD will have a lot of higher density, uh, typically units, not houses, and that can definitely have an influence on the data and those vacancy rates. But we'll be watching that in the coming months to see if there's any change once borders do reopen there. East Brisbane, um, current vacancy sitting at 1.4%. Um, so that's up a further 0.1% from last month. It has been increasing slightly since May, where the lowest vacancy in that area was 1.1%. Again, another region that we're watching, but no alarm there because 1.4% is still very tight. Inner Brisbane, currently sitting at a vacancy rate of 2.5%. So that's up 0.2% from last month. Um, the lowest point there was 2.1% vacancy in May. So we've increased slightly since then. But again, nothing of significant concern at this stage. Uh, Ipswich, Current vacancy, 0.8%, no change from last month. Uh, we've got Northern Brisbane, really tight vacancy there, no change from last month. It remains at 0.7%. Southeast Brisbane, uh, no change there, still remains at 0.8% vacancy. Uh, Southern Brisbane, 1.5% current vacancy rate, so that's up just 0.1% from last month. Not much trend no trend emerging there at this point. And West Brisbane, that's remained unchanged as well, sitting at 1.2%. It's quite amazing numbers when you when you do look at those vacancy rates. I know you're saying they're up and they're up and they're up slightly um, by 0.01% or something, um, but at 0.1%, it's, you know, it's literally the the Brisbane, inner, inner Brisbane area that is, you know, 2.5, 4.9. The rest of it is is literally under one or at the most, I think the highest was 1.5. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. And, you know, traditionally that's very tight vacancy. And I think it, it paints a picture of what's actually going on out on the ground. And I know when we do purchase properties in a lot of these locations where you've got vacancy rates less than 1% and we can track that at a suburb level, what we're generally finding is that a lot of those properties have, um, a number of tenants that are putting in applications at either the asking price or over the asking price because tenants 
are getting a little bit more desperate. There's really not a lot of stock for them to choose from. And, you know, they are putting in a little bit more to try and um, attract the the landlord's eyes and attract the land attract the landlord's attention so that the landlord does pick their tenancy application because when you've got a number to choose from generally you can um, you know filter through them and, and pick out the one that appeals to you most. And we're obviously seeing a growth in that area. I mean the vacancy rates being low, tenants needing property, we're obviously seeing an increase in the, those rents as well. Yeah, housing rents have actually experienced annual growth in Brisbane of 10.8% according to CoreLogic data. So that's a further 0.7% growth compared to one month ago. So housing rents continue to trend upwards. Um, Now, that's obviously a result of very low vacancy. Supply and demand. When you've got low vacancy, it means the supply of rental properties is tight. When you've got a number of tenants applying, that puts upward pressure on rents, and that's why we're seeing those housing rents increase. And unit market? Yeah, so rental incomes in the unit market have seen an annual increase of 6.2%. So that's up 0.6% compared to last month as well. So not as strong a growth compared to the housing sector, but definitely still um, a positive outcome. So it's all, um, yeah, so numbers, vacancy rates very low as a summary, um, very, very slight increase. Um, however, the uh, the annual growth in those, um, the prices for the the rental side of things is increasing in both units and houses. And you may recall when we look at the annual growth in property prices and then the annual growth in rents, um, we've seen stronger growth in the the property price appreciation than rents. And because of that, gross yields are being compressed slightly. So, you know, when we look at gross yields at a citywide level in Brisbane, we're sitting at 3.9%. Um, that is the same as last month. But, you know, the more we see property prices escalate um, and outpace rental price growth, the more we'll see those yields compress. Um, but at the moment, still an attractive yield overall compared to a lot of other states or rather a lot of other cities um, around Australia. So that's a lot of uh, a lot of data and a lot of information. Obviously, as I said, if people are looking for that, go to the blogs at Streamline Property Buyers and have a look. Um, it can obviously give you a bit of a bit more information. And you can see all that in detail. Take your time to read through it. Um, good information to share. What are we seeing on the ground? I guess that's probably one of the questions as well. Yeah, look, I think that you know we've been out and about in the last month at a number of properties. What I will say is that it feels like the number of buyers in the last week to 10 days is starting to slow down. Now that is very, very an early perception um, and it's not representative of what's happened across all of the last month and we'll definitely be talking more to that in the weeks ahead. Um, Maybe the APRA announcement um, recently has put a handbrake on some people, Um, not sure, but um, time will tell. What I will say with certainty, though, is that the auctions that we've attended, uh, the competition at those auctions has been fierce. Everything that we've seen that has sold has sold for a very strong price. Um, I believe that buying by auction, even though it's not the most uh, common way to purchase here in Brisbane, it's becoming more um, or buyers are becoming more familiar with the process. And I think more vendors are opting for that auction process. I think it's a very transparent way to buy. It's a very transparent way to sell and everyone can see where the market is uh, when it comes to purchasing a property. So I feel that we're starting to see a trend whereby more properties are being listed for sale by auction. 
um, which I think is good for buyers because you can really get a feel for what the market's prepared to pay. Um, but that the, any properties that are being sold by private treaty um, still very competitively, um, you know, there's a lot of buyers that, that are putting forward offers. So we're still seeing a lot of multiple offer there. Yeah, it's a common question. We do get asked, you know, what's happening, what's going to happen. Um, we've got to look into that crystal ball really to, to sort of predict things and see what's happening. But you know, as we keep saying, there are still buyer de- there's strong buyer demand out there. There's still a lot of people turning up to auctions. There's a lot of people turning up to open homes. If they're not at auction, they're probably going by multi-offer um, to, to sell as well. Um, listing numbers, talking to some local agents, look, it's a bit of a mixed bag. There's some that are saying things are, are, are a little bit quieter. Um, some are also saying that they're working on a lot of things and there's probably some more properties that will come to the market. Um, so that will be interesting to see. Um, but it's definitely still very popular um, buying in Brisbane and there's a lot of interest still uh, in people buying up in this way. Yeah, we still see a strong buyer depth at the moment, um, even though I mentioned that the level of inquiry has just started to slow down. Um Agents have reported that to us that we've been speaking to in the last week or so as well. So it'll be interesting to see whether that's a trend that continues. But what I will say is that the speed of the market also seems to have slowed down just a little. And a few weeks ago when we, or even, you know, a couple of months ago, when every property that we were looking at, a lot of agents were closing offers on the same day as that property was first open for inspection. Um, we've spoken to a lot of agents around uh, the difficulty of being able to turn an offer around that fast. Um, and, you know, I know that a lot of agents have been receiving feedback from frustrated buyers that keep missing out because they aren't able to turn around an offer so fast. And we're now starting to see fewer agents close offers on the same day and more agents give buyers a few days to be able to prepare an offer. So any properties that are being listed on a Saturday, usually offers are now being held open until that Monday or Tuesday to give buyers a little bit more time. To be honest, I think agents are becoming fatigued. I think it's been a massive year in Brisbane. Um, I think it's been a massive year in a lot of areas around Australia, but, you know, agents need some downtime they need a weekend and they're starting to realize that by closing offers you know during the week rather than on a weekend um, it gives buyers more time to consider an opportunity and put forward an offer that is likely to um, be more in line with what they're prepared to pay and their comfort levels but also give agents time to then consider all of those offers and and put forward those offers in front of a vendor i like it (laughs) might give us a little bit of a weekend for a change (laughs) as opposed to working Saturday, Saturday night and sometimes Sundays. So it'll be nice to have a bit of a break on a weekend if we get the opportunity. So It's been a tough market for, you know, buyers. It's been a tough market for buyers agents who are representing buyers. I can can guarantee you there's been a lot of, you know, seven-day weeks for our team ensuring that our buyers are ready to put forward an offer when the agents are closing offers. So unfortunately, that's meant, you know, we're overworked, you know, we need a break as well. So we actually really welcome the speed of the market slowing down a little bit. So lots of things happening in Brisbane. Um, Transport thing, like there's so much transport, there's so much hype around. There's there's people also, I mean, there's people talking about the 2032 Olympics. Um, I guess when you think about it, it's only 10, a bit over 10 years away. Um, So it's not that far away. 
Um, there's some amazing things happening um, in, in the transport side of it. There's a bit of a teaser um, how people get around. We might be flying around through the air soon. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of things like that that are actually out and about, and it's, it came online this week as well. So, um, Air taxis. Air if you taxis. haven't you can... yet read about it, um, Brisbane's at the forefront of developing this technology. So... It, it looks space-aged, um, so, but <laughs> it'll be interesting. I think I'll have a go at it when it comes on. But, uh, yeah, space-aged. It, it looks amazing. So have a look at that. If you haven't Google it, have a look at the air taxis for Brisbane. I will let Melinda wrap it up. Um, thanks very much for listening again. I hope that was a lot of useful information. Um, if you any questions, as Melinda's always said, send them, send them through to us. We're happy to answer questions. I will let you wrap it up and we'll, um, we'll chat again next week. So take care and bye for now. Yes, I hope you have enjoyed this market update once again. Um, as always, if you like what you hear and you'd like to share this podcast with others, please tell your friends and family about the podcast and don't forget to leave us a review on whatever platform you're tuning into. Um, as always, It's been a pleasure to speak to you again and we'll look forward to chatting again next week. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in today. Please remember everything we have spoken about on this podcast is general in nature and we always recommend that you obtain independent advice in relation to your specific circumstances. If you liked today's episode, don't forget to subscribe or leave us a review on iTunes and, of course, tell your friends about us. If you would like to get in contact, please visit www.brisbanepropertypodcast.com.au or email us at info at brisbanepropertypodcast.com.au. Feel free to send in any questions and we will try to answer them in future episodes.